Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Are you a college student looking for better guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you are slowly looking at jobs or maybe you are finally getting around to editing your resume. Or maybe you are just getting anxiety awaiting for the question at the next big family dinner, what are you going to do after college? Yep, I've been there. That's why I created my career ebook guide to help guide you on the path to young adult life in your post-grad career. From custom resume templates, ways to improve your LinkedIn, cover letter examples, top interview questions, and so much more, it's all in my ebook guide, which you can find on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog/shop. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, boys and girls. Sorry, that was just me trying to be Tim Ferriss there for a hot second. But hi, guys. Uh, Welcome back to the podcast, What Fulfills You podcast. Another week, another episode. My name is Emily Elizabeth. If you are brand new here, hi, welcome. I'm your host, as you would expect if you're listening. Yeah, you know, this intro is not really conventional at this point and I'm going to leave it at that. But all I can say is I'm recording this at 9 p.m. on a Sunday evening. I am actually very tired, but I have so much work to do on so many levels and it's actually, you know, the stress levels are there. So I'm feeling it, but I know every time I record a podcast episode... I feel better and I feel good and I feel just more aligned. So um, yeah, welcome to the pod. If you are new here, uh, that's probably a very weird first impression. But let me just tell you, on this show, I talk about designing a life that fulfills you and what that means or what that means to me is just incorporating topics of all areas of life. So that comes down to your career, your relationships, your mindset, obviously, your health and wellness, etc. All of the above. Um, yeah, and I guess I might as well just give you an intro about me since I'm giving an intro about this podcast, which I do every now and then. But um, I am 23. I live in Los Angeles. I graduated from Chapman University, small school in Orange County, if you guys know of it. Uh, Fun fact, if you didn't know of Chapman University, um, they are known for their film school as well as their business and communication school, but primarily their film school, which the creators of Stranger Things, they went there. They went to Chapman. Um, 
unfortunately i never watched the show but i've heard so much about it so um that was a fun little plug right there but yeah outside of this podcast that i've been doing since what march of this year um i also work in sales nine to five yeah it's fun i love it um but you know, and I also blog, I've been blogging, writing, if you will, for, you know, uh, for fun on the side. Sometimes I use it for partnerships. Um, also doing the creative, I don't know, influencer-ish on Instagram. And then lastly, I do actually have my own business. It's uh, e-commerce. I design custom figure skating dresses and if you're wondering why the hell do you design figure skating dresses well I was a figure skater for 12 years so that was a fun fact maybe more so of a refresher for those of you who've been listening for a while I feel like every I don't know every 10 episodes I just do an intro of myself and of the pod which I should probably find a more concise way to do on every episode um, but this totally took three minutes of my time so yeah that was today's intro guys uh, very funky and weird but that's how I'm feeling so I'm gonna leave it I'm not really gonna edit this and with that being said we are going to dive into today's episode which I really just honed down on my raw thoughts on why I think being specific in life and different areas of life, which I will dive into, is a good thing and why it's beneficial. And for those of you who, you know, might need a little push in this direction, I think this episode is going to be a good one. So be ready to hear my raw thoughts and let's go. Okay, so diving into why I personally believe being very specific in life is beneficial and can and will improve different areas of your life. And so I'm going to break it down into different components of your life. But the first one I'm going to start off with is career. And by the way, again, before I begin, I am going to preface this is like fully raw thoughts. I'm not really looking off of an outline, so I wanted to be kind of spontaneous with this topic. But yeah, back to the career, um, why I think being specific is good. So I guess, again, I'm going to do what I usually do is I try to personalize it and share with you examples of how I did it, and then maybe that'll be more relatable. So for example, I think something that can get really tough for those in their early 20s, like myself, um, especially when you're graduating, is figuring out what the hell you want to do after college. And, you know, sometimes, for example, I was a mix of a communication and business major, which can go so many ways. You can go into marketing, obviously. You can go into PR. You can go into social media, consulting, management, whatever, right? And it just leaves so many options, which is good. But I think what people hesitate to do is actually get really specific. Because I think it can get scary answering to yourself like, okay, this is actually what I want to do. Because I think at the end of the day, some people are like, well, shit, what if it doesn't work, right? So then they go back to, okay, let me give myself some options. 
While I understand that's the safe route and maybe what some parents even would suggest, I think my parents would suggest that. Mind you, I barely listened to my parents growing up and this is how I ended up. So, um, you know, again, personal experience. But when I graduated college, I was really thinking to myself, okay, so what are you going to do for a nine to five? And if you've listened to my previous podcast episodes, somewhere along the lines, you probably have heard me talk about when I was thinking my nine to five, I was thinking not about the job. I was thinking, okay, what time would you prefer to wake up? What's the earliest you'd wake up at? What is it that you're going to do during your day? Do you get to, you know, have a more relaxed schedule? Do you get to kind of build your own schedule? Are you sitting at a desk most of the day? Are you in a collaborative environment? Are you seeing mainly females in the office? Are you seeing mainly men in the office? And like I said, you guys might chuckle at this. I love how I fucking just said chuckle. Um, You might laugh at the fact that I brought those questions up. But if you really think about it, at the end of the day, aren't those pretty relevant questions you know especially if you work a nine-to-five right now or you work in corporate whatever you understand what I'm talking about you are surrounded by certain people and I don't know why we're not taught this in college at least from my experience and from what I know many others but no one gets told to ask themselves what time do you want to wake up at what you know, what are you doing first thing in the morning? Um, Are you dressing up? Are you wearing a t-shirt and slack? You know, so back to the point on, on how being specific in this is good. So when I graduated college, I was like, okay, well, this is ideally what time I would want to wake up at. This is ideally the type of people I want to be around. This is, um, you know, ideally like when I'd want my day to end. Okay. And so, long story short, I narrowed it down to sales. And the reason, the couple of core reasons how and why I narrowed it down, which again, ended up with me applying to mainly sales jobs, which put my focus in one direction instead of three directions. I, I could have done the whole, okay, apply to some sales jobs, apply to some marketing jobs, and apply to some PR jobs. But the problem with that is it'll leave me as a candidate very confused when I'm going into these different interviews and I'm like okay I say I want PR but then I'm also applying to sales you know like it's just cognitive dissonance in your head truly so for me when I was thinking about what I wanted my first nine to five job to be I was like okay well I'm not gonna lie I love Wolf of Wall Street and I would love an environment like that Now, that sounds like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) Emily, you like Wolf of Wall Street and you wanted to work in an environment like that? Yeah, yeah, I did. And what I mean by that is I wanted that kind of energy. I wanted that kind of energy where you show up to work and you're like, hell fucking yeah. Um, The second big thing for me was flexibility. I wanted my time to be as flexible as possible Meaning, I didn't want to be micromanaged. I didn't want to be watched, you know, on the clock. I wanted to be able to be done with my day by three if I wanted to. Or, you know, in essence, if I was doing good for that month, quarter, week, whatever. Um, I also was very much okay with working until 6 p.m., right? Um, or Like, wake up time, I wasn't, 
you know, I, I knew I didn't want to start work at six. I had a sales job offer that was like starting at six and I'm like, yeah, that's a no from me. But I was willing to start like definitely like seven would have been pushing it. But I think if it was a good experience, I would have done it. But eight for sure was ideal for me. And again, from a lot of my friends that work in different industries, as far as I know, a lot of them start work at eight or nine as well. So um, I felt like that was all reasonable ideals and so yeah going back to it basically I was specific enough to know these are the criterias on what I was looking for and hone down on finding those and that allowed me to be more mindful about where I was applying instead of just hitting the apply button to so many and just hoping I get one like I said that's a safe route and that can probably increase your probability of getting a job right because it's just a numbers game but you got to ask yourself is this going to get me a career or job that I actually really like because I think that's a big problem kind of going back into fulfillment is that so many people settle in a career or job or position that just doesn't align with them because they just clicked the damn apply button too many times (laughs) so that's just food for thought take it as you will um but I think when you're really specific about what career path you would like to go down even if you don't know ask yourself though do you really not know or are you just scared to dive in deep because that's just when you have to be really fucking honest with yourself and look by the way it's totally okay if you're like fuck I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I don't want to start work until 10 a.m look Good thing is there are jobs like that. And guess what? One of them is like software engineering and tech or whatever. I know that firsthand because my brother worked for different big companies, including Snapchat. And I know some of their, at least his department, didn't need to start until like 9.30 or 10. And as far as I know, that's apparently kind of an industry standard for that field. So that's something to take note of and for sales on the other hand sales often starts pretty early sometimes I think the earliest well like I told you guys 6 a.m I had an offer but that's because they're I work on pacific time and most of their clients were on east coast time so yeah that wasn't gonna cut it for me but hey at least it was six to three right so yeah um but yeah that being said be specific narrow it down and you're going to hear this theme a lot in today's episode so we're going to dive in to the next area which is dating and relationships okay so when i think of dating and relationships and being really specific with this i make it really simple i think of it like filtering when you shop online right so let's say you go to adidas.com and you're looking for running shoes and let me let me get this is just like shit that I've done so I will might as well say it in like my version or my perspective but yeah I go on adidas.com I'm looking for running shoes and running shoes specifically good for outdoor long distance and long distance as in like you know five miles three miles whatever and you know some shoes are going to be good for that and some shoes aren't and so guess what Adidas has a little filtering method that allows me to find the right shoe for me that I'm looking for. And if I really want to get specific, maybe I'm like, yeah, 
I'm not into the colorful shit. I just want black or white or whatever. Then I also narrow it down by color. I choose the black color of that shoe or that style. And then of course, what else? The size. Yeah. You know, so if you're, if you don't want to bother looking through options that aren't available in your size, then you're probably going to put your size, which in my case, I wear a size seven or seven and a half. So I'd probably put that in the filter box as well. So to relate this back to dating though, which I think, I think this is something I take a lot of passion in because I do this quite heavily myself, if I'm being honest. And I don't know, maybe I do this because I've had quite some dating experience. You know, I dated someone for four years. I, I've had, you know, I don't want to say they're casual flings, but I've had like flings with guys that were for a couple months, you know, the early dating stage. So it wasn't like a casual thing, but it was a thing that was just the early stage before you actually call each other girlfriend and boyfriend. So I've been through a lot of that. Um, And that's the point though. When you go through that period, you are trying to figure out if they hit the check boxes and if this is something you can commit to. So I guess, uh, you know, what I like about the concept of filtering and having that mental checklist and most people are like, wow, you're so specific. You got to give yourself more options and not close the door on everything. Of course, I agree with that. But I think, you know, for example, going back to the Adidas example, if I'm going on this website looking for shoes or sneakers, do you know how many options Adidas is going to give me? They're going to give me like a couple hundred because they have basketball shoes, tennis shoes, running shoes, leisure, right? Like I'm not going to wear, um, you know, the type that you would wear like in like a street style outfit, the white classic white Adidas sneakers for running, right? So why would I want to allow that within my browsing, right? Because I'm there for one simple reason, obviously, unless I want to like spend more than I was planning, then that's a different story. But that's kind of my thought process when it comes to dating and choosing a good partner for yourself is that you do want to have at the very least some of those basic ideals super firm so that you don't give yourself too much room to look around and another thing with that though is that this allows you to not only not waste your time which is valuable you don't get that back but you also don't waste other people's time which I like I think is a respect thing I'm a very respectful person when it comes to just all things life I think anything I do in life, I hold myself to a value of having respect and integrity in doing so. And for me, my mindset is if if I know I do not feel aligned with a certain guy and maybe they're into me though, but I know like that's just not the type of person I would vibe with, if you will, then I simply you know, just try to be off their radar because I don't want to waste their time and lead other people on because that's disrespectful and that's their valuable time where that they could be potentially spending with another person that could be a fit for them, let alone their future girlfriend and and who knows what. So that's another big thing 
Um, something else I also am huge about too is I don't play games when it comes to dating. Um, I know some people might recommend playing games. You have to, you know, play your cards right, blah, blah, blah. I, I believe in that to an extent, but the way I do that is I'm not playing games to kind of like fuck with a guy's head. If I quote unquote play games, it's more of banter and kind of back and forth wittiness to kind of feel a guy out, but like I said, back to the respect and integrity thing, I'm not going to waste someone's time if I am unsure and if my gut feeling is very strong on the uncertainty. Because going back to being specific, when you are pretty certain about something, you're going to continue to pursue it and you're going to continue to test it out to, you know, again, hate to do it, but Back to the shoe example, let's say I found the shoe that I like and I'm like, okay, let me try it on, right? Like I narrowed down the shoe to like, okay, this shoe is made for running long distance. It's good for trails. It's good for outside. It's going to last for at least a year. It's in the black color. Okay, like all of the things that I was looking for based on the filter, it's a go. Now it's time to try it on, right? And then after you try on the shoe, you're like, okay, Now you're going to walk around and feel it out. You're going to take a look in the mirror. You're going to look at how it looks on you, how it feels, right? So same thing. So um, I don't know how I was really relating that to the game thing, but, you know, basically it's like you either know or you don't. You try on the damn shoe. You're like, all right, I'm into it. I'm going to give it a try. And you you go through that with that direction. But if you try on something and you're like, I'm not sure, usually deep down it's like, especially with a freaking shoe it's like okay if you really like it you would kind of know by the time you try it on you know what I mean I like to avoid games in general again going back to the wasting people's time and my time not my not my thing um and then if you are also someone that doesn't like to play games like I am and you've been with guys or you've encountered guys uh or girls you know depending on your preference um you know, you've encountered people that do play games and they kind of keep you confused a little bit. My personal advice on that one is like when people know what they want, you don't have to guess. And I think that's my final reason as to why I don't play games and why I'm very specific is because I don't have time to guess if you like me. I don't have time to guess if you want to date me if we're at a certain point in the talking stage right that just is kind of the value and the standard I hold myself to and I strongly believe when you hold yourself to a certain standard and you put that energy out into the ether and you reflect that energy out people who can respect that energy will be more attracted to you and I say this again from personal experience because I've done this many times and so I have noticed when I have attracted the right people into my life it is you know the whole concept of law of attraction whether you believe in that or not but I firmly do and I think if you do it repeatedly over time again it's not an overnight thing it's not something that's going to develop or happen within a month or two months or six months necessarily but it is something that's just like a practice and a habit and you do it over and over again and over time you will attract the right people and 
Again, though, the right people will only happen if you know exactly what you're looking for and you're willing to, I guess, put in the work, so to speak, to really get that. Okay, and last area of life, which is very similar to dating, but I would touch on a little bit of the differences, is friends and friendships and just you know, the other people that you are commonly surrounded by. Like I said, kind of in the other section, when you are specific, you have the right people around you and the right people means people who are more aligned to you. What does it mean when a friend is more aligned to you? Well, in my eyes, it means this is a friend that will help enhance your life. They will help push you in a better direction. They will challenge you to be better and more importantly they won't make you second guess where you stand within the friendship or relationship and just like second guess yourself as well right I think we've all come across friends that make us feel bad make us just not feel good and I think we've all probably have experienced at some point whether we let that person go or whether we distance ourselves and I think this goes back to being specific. When you know what type of people you allow yourself to be associated with and when you know the type of friends you only allow yourself to have, you will be able to make the decision. It might, it won't be easy, you know, or again, depending on your personality, it can be kind of easy. But for the most part, if, if you know, if you specifically know, then you can let those people go. You can remove them from your life because in your eyes, you're going to ask yourself, well, why the hell would I keep them around when this is what I'm looking for and they're completely not that. I guess to tie it all together, um, I would say just being specific and knowing what you want in life will allow you to open the correct doors instead of opening multiple doors and then trying to guess which one's going to be the best one for you. Because I've been there, I've seen many of my friends do it, and I've seen many of my peers and colleagues continue to do it, where they're kind of feeling it out, going with the flow, and trying to figure it out, if you will. And I think that's great. I think we all go through that. But... If I had to say my secret sauce to kind of how I've gotten to this point in life, I would 100% attribute at least 50%, if not maybe like 70% of it, is simply knowing exactly what I want. And I do want to reiterate that yes, I know it's not that easy to just know what you want, but I do believe it's a very attainable thought process. And it's very attainable to start to understand what you want if you just practice it right now. Because I think so many people procrastinate on making a list, right? Same thing, like I said, I'm going to bring, I'm going to be kind of cliche and just bring it back to shopping. But when you go shopping for a sweater or for running sneakers, you have it pre-narrowed down and that allows you to narrow it down to maybe two, five, or, you know, six sneakers instead of 10, right? And I think if you practice and apply that kind of thinking and thought process into all areas of your life, especially dating and your career, then you will be able to 
achieve a similar result as to when you go shopping for whatever it is that you always easily find. So take that with a grain of salt, reflect on it, and my best advice for you on how you can go and apply this today and next week and the next month and going into the new year is to take out a piece of paper or journal, Google documents, whatever, and simply write it down, break it down into your career and then, you know, your relationships, your friends, and make a freaking list of what you're looking for. Don't hold back, just write it out. Even if you write on your career that you want to make $100,000 a year, like, write that down. And, and then when you compile the list, when you look at it once you're finished, you are going to be able to reflect and think, okay, how do I get to this point? How do I get this person? Where do I find this kind of guy? often is he at the bars is he at the clubs is he at the library is he typically busy working on himself like at the gym I don't know where can you find these people trust me I do this all the time um it kind of sounds I guess a little anal if you will but let me say it works test it out try it try it your own way let me know if you have tried this before or you know if you uh save this episode and you're re-listening hopefully I can hear some of your guys's feedback and uh let me know in the dms of course always podcast instagram comment on the latest post and if you've been loving this podcast you know what I'm about to ask but I would so appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast on apple Podcasts, i know if you're listening on spotify you're not able to but if you just hop on over to apple or from wherever you're listening and just leave a quick review let me know your thoughts um you know i always appreciate it this community means so much to me and i am so excited for the new year with you all so that is all i have today thank you again for tuning in and i will talk to you all in the next episode You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.